Recorded live. Oops, sorry. Uh, let me put the date in, and then you can say what you're going to say. So today is uh, uh, no third, uh, Friday, November 6th. Um, it is uh, a little after 12 noon, me and the shy girl on the call, and um, we're going to be talking about how dating looks to uh, to men. And, um, and so there you go. So you was about to say something, and then I'll say what I was going to say, all right? Yeah, I was talking about my feelings for somebody I liked in the past and my feelings I still have for somebody I dated in the past and we are no longer together. So um, I was saying before doing all this work, I was at a point in my life where I thought if I have feelings for somebody like uh, both physical and emotional, then I'm in love with that person and I should not miss that. Mm. Yeah, I got it. Well, you know, it's interesting because um, the fact that you're trying to figure out how you feel versus being clear about how you feel is a place to um, stand. And the reason why I say that is because um, if you're not clear about, like, what you're standing for, like, if you don't understand your own principles, then you won't know what those feelings, where those feelings come from. Because, see, your feelings come from your interpretation. So you've already got definitions in your mind about peace, about war, about love, about sex, about food, about money, about everything. You've already got preconceived definitions in there. So what happens is people are surprised when they get shocked. Something that happens that they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. But it's because what happens is in contrast, whether good, bad, or indifferent, to their already built-in definition in their own mind. So if you're not aware of your own definitions in your own mind of how you feel about this, that, or the other, then you're just asking for trouble. Uh, I'm just what? Asking for trouble. Ah, Because yeah. you, won't, you won't be straight with yourself and you won't be able to be straight with yourself because of it. Your mm. brain and your feelings will take care of you, uh, take, take, take advantage of you, actually, not even take care of you. <laughs> and then you I know. Why. Yeah, yeah, you'd be wondering, right? <laughs> so we're not yeah. doing, uh, we're not we're not doing what we call uh, uh, what we call it. Um, we're not doing uh, um, you know, feelings are terrific service for terrible masses here it's because they're the terrible masses when you don't know what they are. When you let them find you, that's the problem. So I know I have. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I just want to say that. Put that in there. Okay. Yeah, I know. I was in that space, and I hated that, but I felt helpless at that point. Now mm. I'm like, okay, these are feelings and body sensations, mm. and I have to think more through that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would help. No question, no question about it. That would help. All right, 
So, um, so tell me again, what was the conversation we was having that you were sharing with me that made me say, okay, I got to uh, share with you about guys, like what's going on with guys. Because today, you know, thinking like guys say today. Yes. So the conversation we had was um, I'm in text conversations with two men right now. And uh, I felt, I was like, okay, what is this? You are trying to mess with two guys. But at the same time, I was like, okay, maybe this is shopping. I'm not committed to either of them, so. Nothing. Yeah. Great, 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 great. So um, when I did this program, the Sterling Men's Weekend, one of the big things about the men's weekend is that men need to know themselves. And Mm. there's a lot of things that we need to know about ourselves because we can't count on you to know us. Y'all are counting on us to know ourselves, and y'all are counting on us to know you. Mm. In the meantime, a woman is in a relationship with a man, and he doesn't understand her, then she's upset because she feels like he can't keep her safe if he doesn't even understand her. How's he going to be able to figure out what she wants and needs and stuff? That's a lot of the reason why y'all don't say nothing, because you want to make sure he's paying attention. Mm. Is that pretty accurate? Is that, would you uh, say that's accurate or not really, or you're not sure yet? Can you repeat that again? The last yeah. sentence is, I was thinking about this. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> I can understand that. So I'm saying that, you know, men need to know who they are. Uh-huh. And women usually won't even say how they feel because they want to make sure that the man is paying so much attention that they don't even need to say anything. They're fully understood because he's Yeah, watching. that's right? true. Yes. Yeah, so that's why y'all don't say nothing half the time. Y'all are very indirect because if we were paying attention, you, you could be direct or indirect. It doesn't matter. We would understand, right? <laughs> yeah, like if you are into <laughs> us, you should. Right, if you're into if you're into us, you understand me. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Wait, well, the funny part is that the funny part is that y'all depend on us to understand you better than you understand yourself. That's the funny part. Mm. Because in the areas where you don't understand yourself, you're waiting. You're hoping that he does. He understands you. Mm. Y'all use us for stability, which is great, and we can provide that. But if a man doesn't understand how to provide stability how to create that by, by paying attention to you, tracking your mood, your feelings, and all of that stuff, then he'll get punished, you'll be frustrated, and then the relationship is going down the toilet. Mm. You can see that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one of the benefits of, of, of the player. You just talk about the guy, Tony, in the seminar. That's the, mm. the benefit of being a player because players know how to read a woman inside and out for the most part. You know, mm. let me back to that. Let me back to that. He knows how to read a woman to the degree that he can get what he wants from her, mm. but not necessarily to make the relationship great. Mm. So, um, one of the things is that we need to know who we are. We need to know what our standards are and never break them. Like, we can't break them because we break the relationship by selling out our standards. We can't afford to do that. Y'all won't yeah. You'll try to get us to break them, but then you'll be happy when we don't end up, you know, after you think about it because he's strong or like it. <laughs> yeah, it so, hurts more. When he, when he sells out? 
it hurts more like uh, you settle for less and then something happens and you'll be like god that was my standard and i ignored that and this is what i'm getting now for it yes yeah that totally totally doesn't work so yeah so okay so anyhow um one of the things that a man needs to know is he needs to know who he is and what his purpose is of being in a relationship now most men don't know this right so when you do this this program here, this Men's Weekend, you, you'll never do it, but, um, you know, when guys do the Men's Weekend, they learn that they need to be responsible for the relationships that they get in. And we learned that there's three different types of relationships. So there's short-term recreational relationships. Mm-hmm. There's, long, there's long-term committed relationships. Mm-hmm. And, then there, and then there is uh, dysfunctional relationships. And I'll tell you a couple of these different types of dysfunctional. So short-term recreational relationships is really just about fun and sex, and that's because the guy will meet a woman and he doesn't know if she's the one for him. And Mm. within one one or two dates, he'll see if she is the one for him or not, and then he will operate consistent with his view of who she is and how she operates. Mm. Yeah. Right. Right? So she's just like, you know, fun and games, and let's just play fun and games, and let's do that. Now, yeah. uh, the, 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 and I want to read you some stuff about what I'm saying, but I'll give you the preview and then I want to go into it. Um, the, um, how do I call it? The um, short-term, the definition of a short-term relationship is a entertaining, non-committal relationship that lasts no longer than six months, but preferably around three months. It's just dating, just fun, just having sex or whatever. Mm. And and so I'm going to be a, I'm going to talk I'm, today. I'm talking to you like you're a guy, so you get it. You really get it, okay? Uh-huh. Um, the first the first thing that would keep a guy uh, staying in a short term recreational relationship longer than um, three months is if you know the woman is having all sex with him and she actually like you know swallows and lets him come off in her mouth. Right? That's, that's that would be an exception to why he would keep her around for more than three months, even though it's still recreational because it's so amazing. Mm. You know, he would stay around for that, right? And then the second thing that would happen is if if she actually also likes it in the back, you know, anal, right? So if she likes both of those, then she's worth hanging around for up to six months is what what the uh, the guy says in the program, right? But what he's really saying is the first time a real problem comes up, it's the time to get out the relationship because it's not really going anywhere anyhow. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so, you know, if you have a first problem shows up, if you swallows, you know, or lets you off in the mouth, then, you know, you keep the relationship going, right? Mm-hmm. And, if, and if she also takes it in the back the second time, you got a problem. But we're not doing the third problem in the relationship. And so mm-hmm. um, what happens is um, the mindset behind this is that um, you cannot turn a short-term recreational relationship into a long-term committed relationship. It, it's two different sets of skills, two different skills mm-hmm. that can be one or the other. And so mm-hmm. man, man needs to be able to tell by dealing with the woman he's dealing with whether she's a short-term or a long-term partner. What usually happens is people get into short-term relationships and then they try to make it into a long-term relationship. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. That so doesn't work because you know, you're not a match at the at the level of building your life together. You're not a match at the level of, you know, your purpose in life. You're not a match at the level of 
um, you know, there's different stages, the 10 stages in the, of a relationship, right, where, you know, after sex comes doubt, and then after doubt comes, you know, exclusivity and vulnerability and all of that stuff, right? So, you know, a guy needs to know that what a long-term relationship looks like and what a short-term relationship looks like, and he needs to be able to see the woman in front of him, whether she's like that or not, whether she's, which mm-hmm. one she fits the fill in. Now, 99% of the guys that don't know this, but the guys that do do this, then we can know it. I'm telling you this so that you can have this for yourself so you can see if you're dealing with a short-term guy or a long-term guy. Hmm. So, so most women, when they're deal, dealing with dating, they just they just hoping that everybody's a long-term guy because y'all are looking for, you know, the greatest day in your life to matter wedding. And, you know, then you be safe and secure and you got, you know, your hero. But hmm. that's not necessarily how it goes. <laughs> that don't mostly work. That's why you got 50% divorce rate. It probably should be more like 70% divorce rate. I think it's 50% divorce rate in the first marriage, 70% in the second, and like 20% in the third. Because by the third time, they figured out something, you know. <laughs> like, the third one lasts. Right? So. Mm-hmm. All right, so before I move any, for, any further forward, what are you getting out of this? Um, I can see a lot of... I mean, everything sounds so familiar. That's how that's how it turned out. Like um, when I went to a few dating sites, I was like, okay, so now let me find somebody and let's see how this goes. And after a few months, I was like, oh, this could be long term, and I like this guy, and we should talk about this and. Uh, I'll bring it up to this guy and we'll see. And I never had the courage to bring it up saying, hey, I want to make this long term. And I thought I'll do it this weekend, that weekend, and I postponed it. And it came to a point where he said uh, it can't go further. And that that gave me a reality shock. And... I was like, but I was thinking this is long term, we get along so well, it was so much fun, and he's like, no, I was not thinking that way, I'm sorry, and I felt like I made a fool out of myself, (laughs) and I was like, okay, men don't want long-term relationships, or I look at women who are in long-term relationships, and I was wondering, how did they get them stay around, or... Why did he say yes to a long-term relationship to her? And all that stuff happened. That's so everything sounded very familiar. <laughs> That's why I want you to have it so that you're present while you're in the moment versus later on when you call me. Which, you know, you obviously can call me as much as you want, but, um, you know, when you're really fully present too, it's on the court you have control and you have say-so, and then you just operate responsibly and, and make yourself happy, regardless of how the game is going, you know? So um, the reason why, um, well, before, anything else? Because I want to just make sure you, you know. Um, uh, I'm also getting so much of freedom. I was thinking I'm a silly girl who who was not present and who who kind of brought this on herself. 
I was blaming myself for all of this, but now I'm seeing that no, it was not my fault. It was mm-hmm. how everything played out. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I got it. So you know, you learn in lessons. As a matter yeah, of fact, I am. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I got a I got a document around here. So it's a bit about that. Uh, uh, I didn't hear you. I said, I think I got a document around here that says something about that. I'll just look at something here. So then this one, let me see here. Okay. And one request. Um, yes. I have one more work meeting at one thirty, so I want to finish by one twenty-five. We can okay. go until one thirty, but one thirty is like the hard stuff. I have to stop there. I have to okay. jump on okay. another call. All right, I'll give you the 125. That's fine, because i got plenty of things I could be doing my own self. So here we go. So um, I'm going to give you the rules for learning the relationship game. Mm. Ready? Yes. Uh, there are seven. There's six. Six. Um, first is you will learn lessons. <laughs> this, this is called the rules for learning the relationship game. And I'll, I'll email this to you. But you will learn lessons. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are you are enrolled in a full time school called Life on Planet Earth. <laughs> Every person or incident is your teacher. <laughs> mm. That's lesson number one. That's the, that's the first rule. First rule. Second, there are no mistakes, only lessons. Failures are mm. stepping stones to success. Mm. Lesson number three, rule number three, rule number three. A lesson is repeated until learned. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. This is so true. Okay. Yes. The lesson is presented in various forms until learned. If you are here, there are still lessons to be learned. <laughs> if you still mm. walk on the planet, you still walk on the planet, there are lessons to be learned. Right. Number four, rule number four, there is no right or wrong, only consequences. The universe never judges us. It only gives us opportunity to learn and balance. So, rule number five, the answers lie inside you. Mm -hmm. All you All you need to do is look, listen, and trust. And then rule number six, You'll tend to forget all this. <laughs> I was thinking it's me. Yes. Okay, if it's a rule like this. <laughs> yeah, no, you'll tend to forget. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, great. So um, so now I'm going to go into the short-term and long-term stuff. Uh, so you mm-hmm. can So uh, long-term con- uh committed relationships are defined as being longer than six months. That's mm. because you're, you're doing more than just having sex and going on dates. Mm. The dynamics that allow short-term relationships to develop are inadequate for forming long-term relationships. Uh, everything. Can you repeat that again? I didn't get it. Yes. The, the, not, the dynamics that allow short-term relationships to develop successfully Mm-hmm. are inadequate 
are inadequate for forming more successful long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. You'll need you'll need everything you've ever learned as in as a uh, in the short-term area. And as a matter of fact, I'm telling you, I'm gonna <laughs> I gotta read something else for you because because I gotta give you a mindset. I gotta I gotta really empower you. Mm. So let me let me take this from the top here. This is how I start this workshop for men. So, thank God for women. That's how I start this program off, just the context of the whole thing. If God created something better for men than women, then he's keeping it to himself. Mm. Fortunately, fortunately, women want to meet and be with you just as badly as you want them, and sometimes more. Women dream mm. about meeting. Someone and I'm 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 reading this to you as if you was a guy, but I'm I want you to get the guy's world as I'm reading it, okay? Mm. You, you, you follow what I'm saying? What I mean by that? Yeah, uh, it's difficult, but I'll give it a try because I'm a girl and yes, I got uh, it. And, and and you have this as a recording, which is yay, no? <laughs> yes. This, this one is super special. I don't even want nobody else listening to this one besides me and you. But anyhow. Um, yeah, I want you to listen as if you was a guy, and I'm telling you this. Mm. Do the best you can anyhow. So, um, Women dream about meeting someone just like you. Check out the personals. You don't have to take my word for it. For many women, there's something terribly wrong with being without a man, and they intend to fix it. Some think they're not good enough or pretty enough or smart enough. Some think all men suck because they haven't encountered anyone that meets their qualifications. Sometimes they get upset at other women because they feel they can't compete or other women fight unfairly. If you think women women don't compete for men, you either haven't been paying attention or you're feeling way too sorry for yourself. (laughs) In, In any event, they still go to sleep at night wanting you and wanting to be happy being with you. Hmm. Women don't want to be with you for the same reasons you want to be with them, though. Women don't grow up wanting. Women don't grow up wanting to be James Bond like we do. They grow up wanting to be with James Bond. They want you for protection, safety, and validation, and sex and excitement. If you treat women the same way you want to be treated, you'll end up being a friend. The golden rule, right? Right. The golden rule does not apply here. Rather than do unto others as you would have them do unto you, I suggest a different philosophy. Blessed are the self-centered. Blessed are the self-centered, for they shall get laid. (laughs) (laughs) Guys got to learn how to stop being too nice. So that's why I had to teach him this, and then I could could teach him something better. But I got to get him to actually see that, yo, you know, you should go for the sex, bro, because if you ain't having sex with a woman, you ain't in a, you're not really in a relationship because she still got you as a friend. Anyhow, um, they want you to be you, your true self. That mm-hmm. part of you, that, that part of you that is wild, funny, in charge, devil may care, fearless, strong, impulsive, intentional, aggressive, direct, and penetrating, in fact, penetrating her. This is the essence of, of the type of man women want. Men, most men have no idea 
what to do when it comes to dealing with women, nor do they know their value to women by learning how to be uh, the type of man women want. You will learn what to look for and how to react. You will become aware of how often women make themselves available to you. You won't have to be a hunter. All you'll have to do is be a good outfielder and catch the best of what comes your way. Uh, if you choose to follow this route, you'll be doing the choosing, and the women in your life will love you and do anything for you. You will come to know the value you provide by locating the man already inside you that women want to be with and have sex with. Um, let me see here. Let me just speed this up here. There's something specific I want you to get. Um, okay. Uh, being with a woman, being with women is a lot like walking. At first, it seems impossible, and if we think too much about it, we won't be able to get far without falling down a lot. Walking seems to work best when we don't think about it; we just do it. When you consider the tremendous amount of energy, coordination, um, action, and possibility for disastrous mishaps that goes into walking, it's amazing anyone gets anywhere. Yet we walk by feelings. Maintaining our balance, our stride, our pace, etc., to feel and uh, by feel, excuse me. And when we want to speed up, slow down, or stop, we just do it without thinking. Try explaining exactly how you walk or run and see how well you do. <laughs> the same is true for being with women. Notice what works, what doesn't. Learn to trust yourself and then go for it and have a blast. So I came up with this concept called All Stars and uh, Emperors. Hmm. And an all-star knows how to play the field. And, mm-hmm. an, emperor owns, and an emperor owns the field. Mm-hmm. So this concept here is I'm talking about between long-term and short-term. Short-term, short guys that match the short-term recreational, they know how to play the field. That's why I call them an all-star. Yeah. I'm teaching you how to be an all-star right now. Yeah. Guys don't know what I'm telling you unless I told them. <laughs> or they did the men's weekend. Well, they know some of this that they did with Men's Weekend. But hmm. your, your, they don't know all of this because this, this most of this stuff is my original stuff here. So um, I'm teaching you how to date because you're in the uh, all-star zone. Yeah. And I want you to see yourself as an all-star. So you're going to learn how to play the short-term game. Let me teach you that right now. Ready? Got it. Yes, I am. All set. Great, great, great. <laughs> okay, great. Um so um, there's three aspects to what I'm going to teach you. One is going to be uh, what I call inner game. One is going to be outer game. One is going to be lifestyle. And I know I mentioned this to you before, but in this case, um, the inner game is probably the most important for you. I think you've got the other two kind of okay. Um, the outer game is how you interact with people. But for you, when you get your inner game great, your outer game will automatically show up. I already see that about you. Not a problem. So, um, short term, attitude is everything, and your attitude is determined by your context and dealing with yourself, the people in your life, and relationships in general. Pay close attention to your inner voices will help you understand yourself. Develop an empowering context uh, with your own mind and enhance your own self-esteem. Hmm. Here's the thing that you might want to realize. Here's what I tell men, so I want you to really hear it, and then I want to talk about it really quickly. Probably the most important mindset you could possibly hold and develop 
as a man is that women want men more than men want women. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to continue reading and then I'm explaining it. Women love mm-hmm. diamonds. Women love diamonds, yachts, and real estate, but can't make them themselves. In fact, almost everything a woman wants is something they cannot make for themselves or don't. They can buy them, but a man must make it first. Because oh, that's man, it's, that's pretty accurate, right, for the most part. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was becoming defensive, but now I'm complete. <laughs> I acknowledge okay, that, good. and I thank you for taking care of my reactions. <laughs> great, 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 yeah, because... Right, the women don't go into the ground. There's no women miners that are pulling diamonds out of the ground. There ain't none. I don't know if any. If there is, it's one out of a thousand or something. You know what I mean? And yes. you don't see too many. You don't see too many women. You know, doing construction, building high rises and yachts and stuff. That's what mm-hmm. we do. Y'all, it's like y'all bring life and we bring everything else. That's really mm-hmm. all. Right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, uh, almost everything a woman wants is something they cannot make for themselves or don't. They can buy them, but a man must make it first. Because of this, men are a woman's greatest resource. Without you, they're in trouble. Sure, many of them have degrees, no martial arts, and carry mace in their purse. But what they really want in their life is uh, to have a life of safety, security, children, and strong arms to make them feel good at night. Nothing mm-hmm. can do that for them except for a man. If you ever get get tongue-tied or nervous around a woman, the only reason that happened is because you forgot this fact. Never forget, women want want men more than men want women. Now, the reason why I bring that up is not because that's necessarily true. Mm -hmm. But but it seems like y'all want relationships more than we do. We actually want a relationship, but we just just scared of y'all because y'all are too unreliable. Y'all are too inconsistent, so we ain't sure we should be in a relationship with you. Well, we would like to. <laughs> we really would like to. We just ain't sure. And so we mm-hmm. want to make sure that, that we want certainty when we marry somebody. You know, a lot of times we get fooled, but that's what we want anyhow. So mm-hmm. I teach men that for them to look at it, for them to build their own self-esteem, not like it's the truth. You, you remember, you did it, obviously you did access to power. Do you remember they talked about... Um, Climbing the ladder, I, I forget Heidegger talks about climbing a ladder, and as you go up the ladder, you don't need the steps below you anymore. You remember something like that in the communication course? Uh, not from the communications course, but I had this insight myself mm-hmm. over the years. Like, okay, okay, now I reached until this point, and as long as I'm going up, I don't need the steps down, and right. that's one reason I should keep going up. I cannot go down. Right. right. So this here thing, women want men more than men want women, is one of those ladders for guys that don't know nothing about women. Because it's not the truth. Men and women are made for each other. We need each other. We want each other. We can't survive without each other, really. If it was just men on the planet, we would have torn this planet up millions of years ago. And if it was just women <laughs> on this planet, well, there wouldn't be much people on it. wouldn't be no, no, no planet. Because there would be no men to make y'all keep growing, right? So... It just, it's, you know, we need each other. But mm. for a man who don't know how to get a woman, he needs to realize that saying a woman, women want men more than men want women, he needs to understand that he can't be begging a woman to be with him. He's as valuable to her as she is to him. So this is a 
self-esteem context, not the yeah. truth. Yeah. So I want you to, you know, get Because when women are dating men, you know, if it's going well, they're like, where are you going? Guys don't say that. Well, sometimes, but not really. So yeah. uh, anyhow, so I just wanted to say that to you. So, um, so that's your inner game. You know, you want to know that you're worthy. You have value. Yeah. And you get to choose. Yeah. That's your job, to choose. Our job is to create and give to you stuff. Your job is to choose what you want us to create and give you. You didn't know that, did you? Uh, hold on. When you are saying our job is to create, you are saying a man's job is to create? Yes, yes, yes. I wasn't reading. I was actually talking back then. And then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Our okay, job so... is to create and provide for you, and your job is to choose what you want from us. Huh. That makes it so easy. I would love that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Men love it because we know we can do stuff, so we want to do stuff. And we want you to be happy with the stuff that we do. <laughs> Just tell us what you want and be truthful about it so we can give it to you. Mm. Remember plenty of times I said, you know, the reason why we like games so much is because we know the rules and we know how to win before we get started? Yeah. Yeah, so your job is to choose to tell us what you want so that we can give it to you. Just tell us. We'd be happy. Hmm. Yeah. Your job is, our job is to give it to you. Your job is to choose. It works. <laughs> yeah, and I should be okay with asking for and choosing. I have a huge yes. problem with, I think, anybody, not just men, even women. I mm-hmm. tend to get into this independent and self-sustaining, or I can handle everything kind of mode. And I usually don't allow people to contribute or create something for me, and I feel obligated to return that back to them. Well, you know, let me tell you what's interesting about that. If you just looked at it from a practical standpoint, you should let people contribute to you. Do you know why? Mm. Because they can't do everything? Well, yeah, that's number one. You can't do anything, but it's it's, a, it's the next level of effectiveness in multitasking. Yeah. While they're doing something for you, you could be doing, doing something else. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. I mean, just, just straight practical. Forget about all the emotional, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Let them. Unless you think that they're going to be a jerk after they do it, let them. Mm. And, you know, I, I, you've heard me say before also that um, receiving is giving to the giver. Mm. Right? I mean, listen, I can find 45 different reasons why you should let people contribute to you, but, I mean, if nothing mm-hmm. else, it just make, it just make you a better manager and a person because you'd be able to give to other people, let people take stuff off your hands so you can get more done. If okay. Right. And I want to acknowledge one of the crazy things I've been doing these days is I'm looking for ways to save more money. Yes. Than I have been. So, and one of my questions to myself is, oh, uh, let's say you get married and 
you and your husband are buying a house and you have to put at least X amount of down payment and you don't have that, better start building. Otherwise, it will be embarrassing when he would ask, okay, how much you have? And I'll be like, this is the simple amount I have. That is that is so weird. I'm take, thinking too far ahead. But at the same time, I'm kind of covering up myself for any potential embarrassment. I don't know. I might get married to a millionaire or we might win a lottery together. That Nobody has to put a down payment, but this has been in the back of my mind. Well, you can give that up now because, those, you know, if you say I want a house, you know what the guy's going to do? Try and get it to you. You choose, he provides. You bring life, we bring everything else. Mm. Right? You produce babies, babies come out of you, bring family, you know, you provide beauty, emotions, acknowledgement, vision, and we bring everything else. Got it. Oh, honey, you know what I would really like? That's a good one. <laughs> that line right there, that's a good one. You know what I would really, really like? And, he, if you know, if you're dealing with a guy that's more on the defensive side, he'll probably be a no at first, but you just keep saying it, and eventually he'll get it. You know? And then guys that are, like, looking for a reason to jump out and make it be a hero, you say that, he'll probably do it. They'll probably do it the first time out. Depends on the guy, you know. So hmm. all guys at some point want to do stuff for their women. Even if it's even if it's just to show off how bad how good they are while everybody's doing stuff for him. So mm. how easy it gets people to do stuff for him. It could be his game, whatever his game is, you know what I mean? And everybody every man gets a chance to choose his own game. But um yeah, so um, you know, looking at that, you have to be yourself. And so let me let me give you this. You've probably heard me say this before. This is a piece from something else, but I'm going to read it anyhow. Um, have you ever noticed people who care, who could care less what people – have you ever noticed the people who could care less what people think about them? Yeah. Uh, yes. I did. What, what, do you, what, do you, what do you notice about them? That's so free. Yeah. And people actually – a lot of people actually like them. Not everybody, but there are people that actually like them because yeah. they're free, right? Mm-hmm. The best. So the best way to have people like you is to not care whether people like you or not. So you just got to can't be worried about whether he likes you. Those guys like you. They either like you or they don't, and you can't do nothing about it either way. I mean, you could try, but you, you shouldn't waste your time. They either like you or they don't. And you either like them or you don't. And that should be it. Hmm. You know, it's, it's, so, well, let me, let me read the rest of this because I think you can use this. Uh, in other words, the best way to have people like you is to not care whether people like you or not. It's counterintuitive, <laughs> it's counterintuitive but it's true. Yeah. Why? Number one, no one knows what's best for you better than you do. Even your parents, teachers, or your coach don't know what's best for you as well as you do, really. It's in you, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You can get their help. You can get their help in identifying what that may be, but that job is ultimately yours alone to decide to declare and to live. So coming to what others want you to do 
robs you of your power, robs the world of your greatest contribution, and unless up will be the biggest regret of your life. You should be like the rain. Every, Hang on. Every, you, you, you heard me say this piece before, right? Yeah, and I have also felt it and experienced, and it's so miserable to just do because somebody else asked me to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Next, if you don't like yourself, you won't, if you like yourself, you won't need anyone's approval, and you won't seek it from others. Others Mm -hmm. Others won't feel manipulated into having to like you, or else you'll break down and cry. You just like me, I'm gonna cry. You can't do that, right? So <laughs> people don't people don't realize how much pressure they put on others to like them. Those mm-hmm. on the receiving end of that pressure feel trapped, like they have no choice. They end up resenting us for it. Mm-hmm. Also, also we don't realize how much pressure we put on ourselves to have others like us. We end up resenting ourselves because we'll do that things that aren't something we really want to do, we end up sacrificing our own integrity and sell our values out just to be like, totally doesn't work. And then, of course, you'll pick somebody that either doesn't want to be around somebody weak or wants to be around somebody weak just so they can beat up on them. So you don't want to mess around with that. You want to just be yourself. And, you know, you're, you're getting there. And now, you know, I know you're trying, you're figuring out how to do that. So, um. So, you know, so that's that about the inner game for the most part. It's like you got to strengthen your own mindset. And, um, I'm, you know, in between now and the next time we talk, I might have to give you some even some more deeper stuff um, around this. But I want to I talk to you a little bit about um, inner uh, relationship, uh, long-term relationships now. I'm going to drop a little bit of that on there and see how we go from there. So um, long-term committed relationships. In this area represents an expansion of your internal environment and includes aspects of it you may not have considered before, your past and your future. This yes. includes your family, right? This includes your family upbringing, the culture you were raised in, and so on and so forth. Uh, in a long-term relationship, you cannot afford to think only of your best interests because if you do, you inadvertently go against your own best interests. What's so your uh, so um, what's in your best interest is to remember the three dimensions of a relationship, you, your partner, and the relationship, the space in between. And for men, mm-hmm. for men, we need to take care of our partner first, the relationship second, and then themselves. And for you, you need to take care of the relationship first, him second, and then yourself. Mm-hmm. Take care of the relationship that he feels taken care of. You yeah. I have seen girls do that, and my initial reaction was like, why is she doing it? She doesn't have to do it. Now I yeah. see she learned it, and she is making sure that she's doing it for their relationship, and that's weak. Right. Take care of the relationship, he'll take care of you. He takes care of you, you'll be able to take care of him. You take care of him, then he's able to take care of you, and he also take care of himself at the same time, more. So it's a nice cycle, but it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the biggest thing about long-term is that a guy's got to really learn how to um, 
take care of the environment. That's his job. Make sure that you have a in house. You know, you're in the home is the woman's house. The woman's house. That's your space. Outside, we handle the rest of it. Inside, you got to take care of your space. Otherwise, you're emotionally be driving yourself crazy. But um, in dealing with a uh, uh, the outer game of the long term relationship, here's what I tell guys. So, in dealing with your partner on a long term basis, you must treat her like you did in the beginning of the relationship, and treat her better than that. The best way to do ensure that is through your actions. You cannot make anyone happy. The best you can do is anticipate her wants and needs, fulfill them without looking for a return, keep doing it, and avoid getting upset or impatient if she doesn't show appreciation. When you do this well enough, completely enough, she has nothing in the way of enjoying you and your company. However, if you drop the ball anywhere along the way, she will happily, quote-unquote, that's a sarcastic week, <laughs> tell you where, when, and how badly you dropped the ball. And until you handle it and, and show her that you've done things to ensure that will never happen again, she will not be able to relax. <laughs> oh, man. So here's the bottom line. If you're dating a guy, you're, you know, you're, you're shopping, right? You're doing your shopping thing. Mm-hmm. If, you like the guy, if you like the guy, the next thing to do is to see if you could harmoniously blend your life together. And at the same time, you have to get over your own doubts and your doubts about the relationship, the doubt stage. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So if you can get past the doubt stage, you can deal with the doubt stage effectively and then learn how to build a life together, like share each other's lives, fit into each other's lives together you got a pretty good shot at um, making the relationship work. Yeah, I totally got this. Yes. Yeah, you want to know if you all have the same purpose for being in a relationship, whether it's making a difference, whatever. If you, I'm sure, it's making a difference. You know, so you want a guy that wants to make a difference. Um, You know, you want a guy who you can fit into his life, he can fit into yours without any hassle. He's emotionally available. And um, uh, what else? Um, you've uh, you've both effectively dealt with the doubt stage. Yes, yes. I cannot right. stress how important that is, and that's exactly where the the previous relationship ended. Yeah, that's where most relationships end. Whether it happens in the first couple of months or happens twelve years later. They never got over the doubt stage, and the doubt stage ended up killing them. They couldn't put it off any longer, and they didn't know what to do about it. And they wasn't straight about each other. And then they had plenty of reasons to justify the doubt that they had in the first place, which makes it almost impossible for them to get past the doubt stage. Hmm. You got to deal with it sooner than later. Anyhow, so um, when it comes to, to dating, yeah, you're just shopping, you know, you're just treating it like, you know, entertainment. And the moment he wants to start fitting himself into your life, that's when you should, you know, you should decide if this guy, in fact, you should decide up front whether the guy you're shopping with is somebody worth being in a long-term relationship with for you. It's not like I hope that he does want to be. You should be deciding if he is that or not for you. Mm. And, you would be looking at his life 
to see if he's somebody that, you know, you could be happy with. Not like, I hope he wants to be with me and then I'll make it work. <laughs> Isn't that how every woman thinks about it pretty much? Yes, I have done that and I see how ridiculous it is. It's bullshit. Yeah, because you're trying to make a dollar out of peanut butter. And I put myself through so much pain when that didn't happen. And, yeah. and I know the well, source of all my heartbreak and tears. Yeah. Well, here's, here's you know, <laughs> the, the deal is this. Um, you, you know, you naturally have a tendency to improve men. Me? You can men? You, yeah, women. You personally and women in general. Women, y'all are okay. designed to not make, you, you know how to make men better, even though you don't know how to make them better men. But you know how to make them better. And so you're always improving and adjusting and tweaking and seeing what's possible and all of that. But you should find somebody that's already that, rather than mm. trying to make somebody into something like that. So let me put it to you like this. I put, I put this poster, and I think you actually talked about it on on my page. But you want to you don't want to marry or be with somebody who's got potential, unless you know how to help them produce that fulfill on that potential. If you don't know how, and they don't know how, you're gonna be mad in in one to three years. You know they still ain't pull up their potential. So y'all have a tendency to make things better and expand things to amplify things, which is great. You mm-hmm. get your house and it turns into a thing of beauty, you know. You know, you you you, you give it a sex and then the next thing you know, a baby comes out and the whole life comes out, right? It's like, you know, we tell you we love you and then, you know, you blow our mind with your emotions. It's like everything that we do, you just take it to the next level. You, know, mm-hmm. you, know you can't do what we can do, but you can, take, you can help us take what we do and make it better. But you got to make sure that your skill set is a match for the guy you're dealing with. You can't turn a garbage man into a boxer unless it's already in him and you know how to be a boxing manager. Make sense? Hmm. Yeah, so he has to be ready for... Want him to be transformed, otherwise I cannot push him. Well, yeah, part of it is that he's got to be ready to be transformed, but part of it is he's got potential, and you know how to fulfill on that potential. But if you if you get with a guy with potential, but you don't know how to help him fulfill on it, you're just wasting your time and his. You're gonna be mad later. Mm. You know, women be like, oh, you know, I can smooth off those rough edges. That's what I'm talking about. You don't want to smooth out the rough edges. Yeah. You want all the parts there already. That's what guys are doing with y'all. We over there looking at you to make sure you got all the parts that we need before we say, uh, will you marry me? Because mm. we know if we said it and it's wrong, that's why we take our time. We do, we do intensive work. We do Senate subcommittee meetings and investigations. <laughs> we go, we go, we be like, I don't know, man. We're looking at you really like side eye when it's when we're thinking that you're the type of woman we want to stay with because we know that, that generally speaking, women act two different ways. They act one way when they want us and need us, and they all act another way when y'all don't need nothing from us. 
<laughs> when y'all are in control, y'all act different than when we're in control. Or when you, you like the fact that we, we're strong. Y'all act different when we're strong than when we're weak. Or when you think we're weak. And so uh, <laughs> we'd be looking to see if you actually are a match for what we want. And most guys can't tell the difference, but we we want a lot more hesitant because we know that if we don't it don't work out, we're gonna be paying money for a long a lot of years. At least child support, if nothing else, you know. So we ain't trying to do that. You shouldn't either. So you know you should. It's not like you got this long checklist. It's more like the fundamentals need to be there, and then let's see what we can do with the rest. Hmm. Those fundamentals, again, are, does he have the same purpose and aspiration for our relationship as you? Is his life purpose mm-hmm. similar to yours? Does he actually know, the first off, does he actually know this stuff about himself? If you don't know this stuff about himself, you're going to have a hard time. I wouldn't even bother. But if he knows the stuff about himself, now you want to find out if it's similar to yours harmonious with yours or a match with yours. Then you want to deal with the doubt stage, get that out of the way, help him get it out of the way. You're probably going to end up helping guys get it out of the way because they don't know it. They don't even know they're in it. They won't even acknowledge it. And if you brought it up, they might not know that they're in it. So if they say, no, nah, I'm not in the doubt, I don't like, I'm not doubting anything, they cannot even realize that they are. Hmm. I mean, before I told you about the doubt stage, you might have been doubting, but you didn't know you was in a doubt stage. You didn't know how critical it was to get past it, right? Yeah, and from my experience. Yeah, and you tried to bury it. You didn't want to. You didn't even want to be doubtful. You was trying to just hurry up and get past it. <laughs> right? I pretended like everything was all right. Exactly. But so guys are going to do that too. That's why you might have to walk them through the doubt stage if you, you know if he seems like the kind of right kind of guy, right? Yeah. So you know you want to make sure he knows who he is. You want to make sure you're all on the same page about how to go about being in a relationship. You want to make sure you get past the doubt stage. You want to uh, see if he's capable of fitting into your life and vice versa. Um, you want to make sure that whatever potential he has. Uh, you're capable of helping him fulfill it. It's got to be in an area that's strong for you, or you know, like that. Or you know people who can. Um, that's another thing. Uh, what else? Um, there's one other thing I was thinking about here. Um, oh, you also want to make sure that he's mature or not. You know, so you need to pull out your checklist on the maturity part. Yeah. So you know, if you you should listen to this recording and you should make that be your checklist instead of whatever checklist you had before this call. I will. Because then you could go party hardy and have fun, and and they're in stages too. You know, they're actually pretty much in the in the order in which I fed them. Because you're not going to try to fit into his life and have him fit into yours if you haven't gotten past the doubt stage. It don't make no sense. You do want to put maturity kind of up front, though. <laughs> I know that's the last thing I said, but you <clears throat> you should probably put maturity up there somewhere around the doubt stage or something. You know. Yeah, matter of fact, the, the part of your doubt is whether he's mature or not. Yeah, definitely. All right, so what are you getting out of all of this? Because I've been talking for a while. Um, okay. So, 
Oh, okay. So when you talked about the parting stage, I okay, something is coming together to me since yesterday or even now it has been confirmed that um, if I have doubts in my mind, then that would that would slow me down or I would not be out there with people. Um, Instead, it's on me to find out and give myself a break so that I can I can have fun and not be so close and uptight. Yeah. You know what that sounds like, what you just said, which is great, is that you should probably have um, in your phone, <laughs> close as possible, you can get to any time, right? Remember the top negative emotions for humans? That was in uh, Happily Ever After. I think I remember that, yeah. Yeah, you definitely got the the email on that. So it's part of one of the recaps, the Happily Ever After recaps. Um, It is uh, the top negative emotions, uh, top top negative reactions of of humans. You should carry that with you so you can recognize which one is yours. Because we human beings, we can tell what triggers everybody else except for ourselves. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's, okay, this is kind of a segue, but I was noticing this last night. Mm-hmm. I went to the Landmark Center to do my phoning agreement. Mm-hmm. And Karen Aramino, she assigned two more IELTS to me who who were from the program following mine or after that. And she was like, okay, those are your team. Go, uh, all of you go create magic. I was like, all right. So we were doing this game and every hour we were completing, creating new leads. And one of the, one of my teammates, they were like, God, you are so good at this. Have you done this before? And I'm like, really? I thought I'm bad at this one. And the way I was coaching them, he was like, this is so helpful. Thanks for doing this to me. And I was like, I find all this hard to do it on me. Like, I keep looking for somebody else to coach me in the distinctions. Mm-hmm. But when I saw how how nicely I could coach him, yeah. I was like, why am I not doing it to myself? I am a different person when I am coaching people and... I listen to my internal voice like it's the truth and I don't coach myself. Gotcha. Well, you know, now's a good time for you to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Now's a good time for you to do that because, you know, you will learn lessons. There are no mistakes, only lessons. A lesson is repeated until learned. There is no right or wrong, only consequences. The answers lie inside you and you will tend to forget all this. So. <laughs> That's the bummer. Yeah, sorry. I heard that and like, ah, okay. Until this point, it sounded nice, and yeah, here it is. <laughs> yeah, well, got a phone call in the background. I ain't figured out that phone. Man, Anyhow, um, yeah, it, you know. So, in the interest of time, I'm not gonna keep you here much longer. Um. 
you know, I'm more willing to do like a question and answer kind of thing here. But, um, you know, I think that you're pretty well equipped in terms of like the dating process, like who you get to be for yourself, with yourself around going out with these guys. So, um, you know what, I'm going to try one. I'm going to go in another direction here. Let me see. This might help you as well because, well, it's powerful stuff here. Let me uh, just give you this. Um, here's how um, I support men in learning how to think about um, dating and relations. So I'm going to give this to you. It's, I've never translated this to a woman. You're the first woman that's ever going to hear what I'm about to say. So um, you're the first woman that's ever going to hear what I'm about to say here. Oh, awesome. Yeah, because this is one of the things that I say about men when I talk to women is everybody loves sausages, but nobody eats like they love eating sausage, but nobody would want to see them being made. <laughs> right? And so women love men, but y'all would not feel comfortable knowing how men think, mm. even though the way they think if the results that come from their thinking is what you want, you may not like the way they think. But I'm going to tell you some things because I want you to get your version of this. All right? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so how he thinks is one, two, three, four, five, nine different statements. Uh, number one, he has nothing to prove. I got nothing to prove. So these are context that I'm giving you to um, give to yourself to live from, okay? I have nothing to prove, first one. Second one, somebody wants to be with me today. <laughs> I remember when I was going clubbing, I'd be uh, like, okay, I'm going to this club, and I know only at least a couple hundred women in here. There's got to be five that would probably lick my butt after I came out the toilet, like they love me that much. You know, they, that find, they, they find me that fascinating. I'm gonna see which of the which five they are, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up on the, the hottest of the one the one I like the most. That's what I'm gonna do. So he's like, "Who wants to be with me today?" Uh, number three, unconflicted by his viewpoints and attitudes about sex. You know, one of the things that I found that I used to blow they used to blow women's minds when I would tell them about my attitude about sex is that if they wanted to have sex with me quickly, I had no problem with that. I actually liked it. And the reason why I liked it is because they didn't have any any uh, problems with having sex with me because they felt comfortable enough to do that. That was one less thing to worry about. And I was never going to treat them like a double standard, like slut-shaming them. Because, mm. listen, what I'm going to do, slut-shame myself? I want to have sex right now. What I'm going to do, make you wrong for something that I want to do? It's okay for me, not okay for you? I am not a hypocrite. Sorry. And they'd be like, really? Wow. Oh, my God. And then, you know, they, we never had a problem with sex ever again, because, but that was my true attitude. Like, I don't have any issues with sex, zero. And I, it's a, that's a blessing because I've had plenty of opportunities, um, you know, to, to have negative attitudes about sex. But, uh-uh. I mean, I'm just going to, you know, I want to have sex. You want to have sex? Let's have sex. What's the problem? That's it. Mm. Okay, now we stop having sex. Now we have having food. Okay, now. Next thing you know, we're driving somewhere. Like, it's just a part of life. It's a fun part, one of the most fun parts. But sex in and of itself, it's 
it's um, it's nothing. It's just it's just intimacy and communication and, and joy, right? But people put crap to the sex; it gets in the way. So if you're mm. dealing with somebody that that's got that's got the issues around sex, that's not a guy you want to be with. You want a guy that's like got no issues with sex, but you also got to deal with your own issues around sex. Mm. But so players don't really have any problem with with sex. They just they don't have sex. And if you're dealing with somebody that's kind of a slut and treats her like a slut, if you're dealing with somebody that's you know, acting like you know she's confident, he treats her confident, and you know he's a you know baits the hook to suit the fish, so to speak. But he's really thinking, hey, you know I I ain't got time for all of that BS around sex. So he's got no uh, contradictions in his viewpoints and attitudes about sex. Um, another thing, and this one I think is going to be, be, be big for you, is uh, he knows he can't have any woman, but he can have many women. So, yeah, you can't get any old guy, but you can get many guys. You don't know that. Well, you don't realize that. You're not present to that. Yeah. You may not be able to get any guy that walks the street. Like maybe I can, maybe who's on the street in front of, let's say who's in front of the, the post office on, on 8th Avenue, and I said, go get that guy. You might not be able to get that guy. But you could probably get one guy every day if you wanted to. Hmm. You may not be able to get any guy, but you can get many guys. You, you can get many guys. Let me just tell you this right now. If the woman I end up marrying and, and has a body exactly like yours, we will never stop having sex. <laughs> she had a body exactly like yours. Same dress size, same waist, same butt size, same legs, same height, exactly like yours. We would never stop having sex. I would be tearing her up. Yeah. I ain't the only guy thinking that. So I want you to really get, you, get, you may not be able to get any guy, you might not be able to get Denzel Washington or Brad Pitt, but you can get many guys that is just as good as those guys. Yeah. Uh, what are you thinking? That I'm limiting my options. Uh, and I am looking down on myself or thinking that, oh, my God, I did not get my ex to be with me and can I get somebody else to be with me or what kind of person would want to be with me and do I have to settle down for something? No, here's what you do. You 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 you, you know how to drive? You got a driver's license? No. Have you, have you ever known how to drive? Ever drove? Yeah, I took some classes but I didn't get a license. Got it. Okay, so you're not a driver. Okay. Most people are drivers, and they go shopping for cars. And you know what they do? They don't. They may have some cars in mind, but they go shop and they go try them on, and they just drive them until you know they learn whatever they learn from the car driving. So what I suggest you do, rather than try to figure out what kind of guy you like, date guys and let the right guy show up in your face. Date guys. So you what? Put, so I so said, just date guys and then let the, the, the right guy show up for you. The right guy will show mm-hmm. up. He'll act right kind of way. You'll have this magical moment. You'll be like, oh, my God. And then next thing you know, you know, you'll all be dating. And then, you know, you'll be like, well, he, I got to take this guy serious. He ain't messing around or whatever, right? 
Mm. So, um, so yeah, so I'm thinking that um, you, um, how do I say, if you are, um, oh, where's that? Come on, come on back. Yeah, so if you just try guys on as if you were trying on suits, pants, or blouses, you know, when you try a blouse on, you don't be like, I hope this one fits because otherwise I'm going to lose myself and there's something wrong with me. You don't know <laughs> Right? You just try it on. Oh, it fit. Oh, it didn't fit. Oh, it fits, but I don't like the way it looks. And then you go, right? That's it, right? That's shopping. Yeah, yeah. That's dating. So you try guys on. You know, see how mm-hmm. they act. Do they eat right? Do they, do they laugh right? Do they, you know, whatever, right? Do you? You try them on, just like you would try on clothes. No, there's absolutely zero difference. You try it on, oh, this is so good. I can't believe it. i got to take it home. Same way you shop for clothes, exact same way. Everything about shopping for clothes is the same thing as shopping for a guy. Hmm. I don't know of any difference other than you got to pay clothes, pay for the clothes to get out. You still got to pay with that guy. You got to pay with your time and attention. Hmm. Uh, what are you thinking? Uh, that I have I I have a different way of being while I'm shopping, and uh, uh, when I'm looking for a relationship, my way of being is totally different. Like it's the other way. Uh, what you said is so true. Like when I'm trying something on and I want to look good in that, so I look in the mirror and I'm like, okay, is this something I'm looking really good in? If not, no, I don't want this. I'll buy something else. And there are very high-end luxury brands, but if I don't find something there, I'm like, okay, you and I, it's not, you are not a fit for me. I'm like, you are not to my level, no matter how high in luxury you are. So it's okay. Right. Right. You got no issues around, right? Yeah. But the same attitude into dating. Hmm. And... I have been so silly where I'm like, oh, my God, she should like me. This guy should like me. She should want me. Instead, yeah. I should be like, are you are you worth my time? Are you worth being in my life? Exactly. You don't walk around saying, I hope those jeans like me. I really need these jeans to like me because they're so cute and everything, and they, they fit in the right place, and they're the right price, and I hope they like me. You don't care the clothes like you. You just use the things. I like the clothes that I'm wearing. That's it, right? Yeah. Great. So, you're going shopping for real. When you're dating, you're shopping. Like, you need to look at everything about shopping for dating. Mm. Exact same thing. The exact same attitude is winning. That will have you winning as a dater. Now, I'm going to give you this last piece. And it. I'm probably going to need you to go over this with you a couple of times. But you're always going to have to have to deal with some stuff in your relationship. So, 
Um, here's the thing that I'm going to give you. This is the thing that this is one of the big things that we get out of the men's weekend. This is so huge, it's hilarious. And I only taught this to one woman, and she was so grateful that I said this to her. But she's using this as her screener for dealing with guys. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a screening mechanism. And it's raw as raw can get. I can't, well, you're just going to laugh. Well, I laugh when I hear it, right? But it's funny. But it's not funny. It's like dead serious, but it's funny at the same time. And so one of the things they talk about is that there's no such thing as free sex. They don't say there's no such thing as free sex. What they say in the men's weekend is there's no such thing as free pussy. You want to be, you have to pay something. Whether you got to pay time, energy, attention, money, all of it, plus more, you don't have to pay. So there's no such thing as free pussy. That's what they say, right? But then he hits us with this other one. This one, this is the one I want to leave you with. Is the fucking you're getting worth the fucking you're getting? Hmm. So if you're having sex with somebody, it's all the things that, that you got to do in order to have the sex with them or put up with because you really want to be in the relationship worth being in a relationship. Yeah. Is his, you know, hesitation worth the time and energy that you put into trying to get him to, to be with you? Is the fears that you're putting up with worth going out on this particular date? Is what's going on worth you putting and investing in your time and energy into this date is the question. So the question is, is the fucking you're getting worth the fucking you're getting? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is assuming, is assuming is the pleasure you're getting worth the pain that you have to pay in order to have it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So one way you could use this question is, is you accepting and dealing with your mindset worth accepting and dealing with your mindset? So you have a tendency to be negative, uh, significant, and, and, and impatient, right? And so yes, the question yes. is, right? And so the question is, um, you know, are you is is you allow is you having those thoughts worth having those thoughts? No, but I'm like I'm defending myself or something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So sometimes your mind, when I say you know, uh, feelings of perfect service are terrible masters. Yeah. That's another way of saying, is the fucking you're getting worth the fucking you're getting? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like if you're paying too high a price to get what you want, is it really worth it? Mm. Got it. So is being insecure and paranoid worth being insecure and paranoid? No, certainly not. Yeah, got it. Your emotions are screwing you and you ain't even getting no pleasure out of it. <laughs> Follow? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I told that to yeah, <laughs> My exactly. emotions are screwing me and I'm not even getting any pleasure out of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening. Then, why the fuck am I dealing with that? Exactly. That's my point. That's why I'm leaving you with 
is the fucking you're getting worth the fucking you're getting? Because it's all about is what you're putting in worth the benefit that's coming out. Hmm. Wow. If it's not, make a better deal or go somewhere else. Right? Try on a different pair of jeans. Yeah. Um. There were a few times I used it in my life, yeah. and but I I forgot and I don't use it in other areas of my life, and that's where I get I don't get any pain, even though it's clean. <laughs> Any yeah. pleasure? Yeah. There is yeah. this one uh, friendship I I may have shared with you earlier, but this is one which keeps coming to my mind again and again. Um, so I was friends with a guy who I met through a group of friends. And then the way it was going, I seriously asked myself this question. Is all this back and forth communication worth worth my time. Like I didn't I didn't look in I didn't see any value out of us arguing about things. I was like, okay, I got it that he is not an important friend to me. So I'm not getting into all this, whatever he's bringing to me. He was he was sometimes being sarcastic. He was sometimes picking on me. His comments were rude. And I was still trying to be nice or be humble around him or even be friends with him because he's part of a group of friends. Yeah. Then I told myself, it's not worth it. I'm not doing this. I don't have time for this. So I cut him off completely. Um, he... He used to live in the same building I lived in, I'm living in, and uh, he didn't even know until somebody else mentioned to him. And people were like, oh, we thought you guys are good friends, and now he doesn't know that you are in the same building. I'm like, I have so many other things to do in my life. I cannot keep going after this friend of mine. It's not worth my time, basically. Right. Well, I guess the fucking he was getting was not worth the fucking he was getting. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I was. That was my question. I asked myself, I'm like, this is not worth it. Don't waste your time on this. Right. Yeah, you got to be responsible for the, for the value you create and receive and generate. You know, yeah. Mean, so. But you also got to be paying attention to it. Mm. So. So. With that, I know you ain't got but a couple more minutes until your next call. We got, uh, according to this, four minutes. I don't know what your clock says, but it's 126 on mine. So, um, <laughs> anything else you want to say? Um, I, this call was great, and I acknowledge you for training me and coaching me. And, um, uh, it felt like an emergency session. Let me just say that. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm looking forward to applying this. And um, one thing I got, I'm confused is how, uh, when do I know that I'm ready for a long-term relationship? At this point, if I'm just shopping, then well, when would be... Well, you should listen to this recording again and then write down the things that I said 
you'll know, you know, because you'll see his maturity. You'll see he was willing to fit in with you, really. You know, but you, I wouldn't do that. And uh, I would see you could you could see a guy and decide I'm going to give this my full shot. Mm, it doesn't yeah, mean it's, it doesn't I know. mean it's going to work. It doesn't mean it's going mm. to work, but you need to hold it to the process and then still still keep your eyes open on you know whether it's working or not, right? Yeah. So you you could do that. You could like play the game with a particular guy as if it's the guy, and then see how it works out. But you mm. don't have to treat every guy like that. Yeah. Okay. Got it. You wait. You wait. You wait until they show themselves to be that guy. Or they at least show hints there they got. Hmm. And, then, and then you decide. So, all right? Okay. Thank you. My pleasure. You've got two minutes. Get on your call. Talk to you later. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.